The Free to Be Show is sponsored by Replenish Me Membership. Show up powerfully. This hybrid online community offers monthly webinars, meetups, and coaching sessions so that you have access to Replenish online. Whether you are seeking something as an individual to relieve your stress or as an organization, a way to resolve team issues and recharge your staff, Replenish Me membership offers it all. Empower yourself today. To find out more about Replenish Me membership, go to bit.ly Replenish Me membership. And now for the free to be show. Hello and good evening. Welcome to the free to be show. I'm so excited to introduce to you tonight someone who I met quite by accident. He's a serial, serial entrepreneur with extensive experience in digital entrepreneurship and marketing space. Um, but I know him more from a place of his social expertise. And I guess that's kind of his nonprofit project, which he calls Umapreneur. And um, it's just a great space where he's really developed a beautiful community of Muslim entrepreneurs and just helping them to make their mark and with some practical marketing strategy in the digital space. So it's my pleasure to introduce you tonight to Abi El Asmar. Did I pronounce your name correctly? I didn't even That's check that. Perfect. No, no, that was amazing. And thank you very much. And I hope to live up to this beautiful intro that you've given today. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I just want to dive straight in. And, you know, on the Free to Be show, we want to know what is it that you had to free yourself from to be who you are today? Yeah, and that's a that's a really powerful question to begin with, to be honest with you. It's something that I had to reflect upon and I still reflect upon to this day. But I think for me personally, I would be I would be lying if I really said anything other than my own fears and insecurities, really. Because for me, I wasn't really someone who kind of grew up in a let's say particularly bad environment or, you know, had someone antagonizing me through my childhood. Alhamdulillah, like, thank God I really grew up with a loving family, loving parents, and uh, fairly good surrounding. And the biggest roadblock that I always felt to really actualizing myself in a way where I could do the things that I wanted to do was my own fears and insecurities. And I'm not sure where exactly they stemmed from. And I think that is something that I have to reflect upon a little more. And maybe I could use your help with that. But I think all of us have some fears and insecurities that we deal with on a daily basis. And the biggest thing for me was how do I overcome them and kind of let go of that fear, this insecurity of what do people think of me? What would people you know, say if I did this or did that? And just generally be okay being who I am without wanting to be accepted from others and just being okay that no matter what I do, I want to do something that I personally feel comfortable with, that I resonate with, that I love. And if the people around me still want to be there, that's completely fine. And I think, you know, growing up in a place where I was surrounded by a loving family, I, was, I had a loving surrounding uh, and I had a lot of friends. I didn't want to lose that. So maybe, maybe part of it stemmed from that. I'm like, you know, they love me for who I am right now. And, you know, I want to keep that. I don't want to lose it. I want to make sure that this is something that I still have. But at the same time, 
kind of growing up, I always kind of felt a bit, a bit of like an oddball, right? Odd one out, black sheep. I didn't do the regular path of going to school and then, you know, going to university, getting a degree, getting a career. So I graduated high school and I knew right then and there, there was really nothing that interested me in the field of university engineering, law or health or any of these you know, career uh, possibilities that were available to me didn't really resonate with me. And so I decided, and I think that was really maybe the first step towards me finding myself truly and understanding who I am as a person was I decided not to actually move forward after finishing high school. And I decided to just work full time and take my time to really reflect on what it is that I wanted to do in life. And I decided to be okay with that. I thankfully had a lot of hesitation, you know, coming up with that proposition to my parents, uh, come from an immigrant background, and it's not always easily accepted. But I'm lucky to be the sixth child or six kids in a row, and I'm the, I'm the, I'm the final one. So I'm grateful to say that, I guess, way of raising your children that my parents kind of had. And by the time I came about and it was my time to graduate, they've already been through six. So I'm the sixth person. So they were like, all right, we can be a bit more lenient with this guy and kind of see what, see what, see what, what ends up happening if we're more lenient. And it's kind of almost like an experiment. Um, and thankfully, they were very supportive. They're like, all right, do what you want. If you want to work full time and you want to you know, work and then, and then, you know, let's say decide what you want to do later on. That's completely cool. Uh, but just make sure that you're always doing something. The, the most important thing for them was that I didn't just stop going to school and sit at home and play video games and do nothing with my life. The, what was really important for them was that there was some development there of some kind, whether it's through working a job, whether it's through studying or learning new skills. They're, they wanted to make sure that I was still ambitious and motivated enough to make something out of myself, which is understandable. And so I'm, I sit there and think, well, you know, I'm really into cars. I'm into, you know, Fast and Furious. Back then, Fast and Furious was huge, guys. Right? It was like this big thing, right? And, you know, being a young teenager, I'm like, this is the thing. This is, I think what I want to do. Looked into the cars. I'm like, mechanic, you're too dirty. Your, your hands are oily, you're greasy. So <laughs> I'm like, maybe mechanical engineering is a better alternative. Do that for two years. And I have one year left of this thing of mechanical engineering to, to graduate. And during this time, I'm also working at a part-time job at a telecom. And I, I kind of sit down and have a real moment with myself where I start to think, is this really what I want to do? Am I really in the right place? Right. And I, and I really had to kind of come face to face with myself and think of maybe it's not because there's a part of me as I've been going through this journey that realized that I personally have ideas that I want to bring to life that don't necessarily fall within the mold of education and, and what career what different careers have to offer for me at that point. And I knew that I wanted to start something of my own, whether it was a business, a certain project, I wanted to be of my own. But there was a little bit of hesitation and insecurity because what if I didn't make it, right? What if, you know, I quit my job, I, I quit, I, I already had already quit school, I'm already late. I finally have something going now. I've been studying this for two years. You know, I put two years into this. You know, there's only just, I, I've done more than half. There's only a little bit left. Why don't I just keep going with this? You know, I mean, the path is there. It's laid out in front of me. They rolled out the red carpet. But I took a moment and I realized that, you know, even though it is the easier, maybe easier alternative of just continuing this and seeing it through, there's a part of me within that, that I 
I felt resonated with who I wanted to be and what I want out of life. And I didn't give it a sincere shot. I didn't really give it an honest try. And so it was at that point where, and I think there's a few really distinct moments in my life where I had the fear of, you know, what, what will happen if I break out of that mold? What, what, was, what is going to happen if I change? You know, if, if I'm not the person people thought I was or, or the people, you know, the people around me who they, who they knew me as, you know, just someone, you know, kind of going with the mold and going to school and doing the things you're expected to do. But what if I kind of did something different from path? What happens then? And I took that risk and I, I took the leap and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to really give this an honest try. I, I again, quit school <laughs> after taking a break. I went the two years, quit again. And I decided this is it. Like this is, I'm going all, all in on this, quit my job that I had at that time as well. And I decided, you know what? I love business. I, I, during this time, like while I was, you know, going through this whole journey, I was messing around with online blogs and all these, all these kind of things. And I decided, let me just go at this full time, started up a marketing agency. And uh, to be honest, it first five months were very difficult, right? I, I, despite me knowing that it would be hard, I did not realize how hard it would be in the sense of, going from some, from scratch, starting from completely scratch and saying, okay, I want to build something great, right? I want to build something that's going to sustain me. It's going to sustain people around me. It's going to be able to make an impact. And I thought, you know, that would be easy. I'm, I'm young. I have energy. I'm ready. I'm all in on this full time. Let's go. I have nothing holding me back. And fast forward one month, two months, three months, and I'm not really making any progress. And my savings are slowly dwindling down. And I'm seeing that bank account kind of get closer and closer to zero. And along with that, you know, downhill trajectory, there's an uphill trajectory of anxiety that's happening within me, uh, which is- You were supposed parallel. to say, it's funny, you and, caught me off guard with that. I thought you were going to say there's an uphill of like, I did start seeing some money coming in. <laughs> so just mostly anxiety, to be honest with you. And um, I wasn't really making any money. The first five months, I didn't make any money, right? And that's what I always tell people is that you know, a lot of people out there when it comes to building your own business and entrepreneurship, which is what I specialize in right now and, and something that's absolutely dear to my heart, a lot of people will might, they might tend to position it as an easy thing to do. They might position it as, you know, you can kind of get rich quick if you just build an online store or become a, an online coach for something. And I always tell everyone I work with, all my students, that it takes a lot of effort and probably a lot more than you think it does every single time. There's so much that goes into it and you really have to give all of yourself to be able to be successful. You can't be half committed. You can't be 50%, you know, into this and, and get hundred percent of the results. It's just not going to happen. And I think it's the case for anything in life, right? So five months, no money. I had quit my job. I quit school. I'm running on savings and anxiety is through the roof. And I decided, you know what, this is, struggling. I'm not landing any clients. I'm trying to offer marketing services at that point and trying to help people. And I decided, you know, let me just work for free for a little bit, see what happens. Let me just, let me just try to serve and see what happens there. And I started doing free trials, working for free for anyone I could find, gathering up testimonials when they were happy with my results. And eventually after a few weeks of that, I got my first paying client, right? And that first paying client. And I can tell you that the moment that first dollar hit my bank account. The moment I landed that first client was really, I guess, the moment where I was able to validate myself 
that I am capable, right? It was, it was, it was the, the money didn't matter as much as the validation that came with it, that it proved to me that I could make something of myself. I could create something out of nothing, right? And just actually make it work. And these tiny little wins that I've experienced over my journey as an entrepreneur have really kind of cemented in me a strong belief in myself and a strong belief in my ability to just figure it out if things get tough and to really be who I am. And through the whole journey, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, my friends are still there and my family is still there and they're more supportive than ever. And of course, you're still going to lose a few people here and there, but it's also part of life and it's part of the journey, right? It's part of the journey. And in the end, these people that you might've thought, you know, you don't want to lose because you don't want to change who you are. In the end, if they're not going to be with you and supporting you through thick and thin, then were they really your true friends in the first place? You know, were they really people that you wanted to have in your life and invest time and, and energy into, right? So thankfully, I'm at a place where what I value now is a few close people that actually are very supportive and I can support them back. And we have mutually beneficial relationships along with my family and along with being able to do something that I love and not having the fear of putting myself out there. And I think that was the biggest breakthrough for me in, in really being free is being able to overcome these, these negative thoughts and, and self-doubts and insecurities about myself as I went through this journey to finally have that confidence that I'm able to have today to do what I want to do and put myself out there in ways that most people wouldn't. Right. And thankfully it's paid off. I, I can't say I'm there hundred percent, by the way, just kind of a PS, like we're all a work in progress. So I can't say I'm hundred percent there, but I can say that every small win helps increase that bar a little and it helps kind of increase that belief in myself a little bit and really helps me cement, uh, you know, that self-confidence that I need to just keep pushing forward every single day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, as I'm listening to you, I'm hearing like, I'm going to say three main themes. Mm -hmm. First of all, like that we do need courage, right? Mm -hmm. Just to be ourselves, to free ourselves, to be ourselves. And um, I can also resonate with the fact that you're the youngest because I'm the youngest and wow. our parents, mashallah, right? They, by the time it gets to the last one, they kind of been <laughs> battle tested. They loosen up a little bit. <laughs> so they're just like, just don't be a bum. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much it. The, the standards are not too high. Yeah. But of course, because we've seen the experiences and mistakes, right, of our older siblings, we don't want to be a bum and we can do it all better because, you know, we see what it looks like to do it the way it's expected and accepted. And so that's the other theme I see you saying. And it's just like, yeah, of course. Why should I do this? Because this is like really easy, right? It's so practical. It makes so much sense. Let me do something that's exciting while I'm young and I have the energy and the brain power and the creativity, right? And I can, I have the space and freedom to risk. So, um, you know, the only thing I would ask you though, is now what about, I know that some of the people in your Umapreneur community are not in their 20s or 30s, right? Yeah. 
So uh, how do you how do you encourage them, right, to to free up to take that risk? Yeah, that's a really powerful question, and it brings up a good point because. I guess through my story, it might sound like, you know, I kind of had all the time in the world by quitting my job and, you know, you know, quitting school and doing this full time. And despite that, it took me five months. There's a few things that I would say to people who might be watching the in their thirties, forties, or even older and are thinking about maybe taking this journey, or they might be feeling like they are not in the place that they want to be and they want to make a change. And then they're feeling a bit of hesitation because what they have right now is secure and it's safe and it's doing the job that it needs to do. That's a tough position to be in. And I I will admit it. And I won't pretend like taking risks is an easy thing to do. I I won't pretend like, you know, me, me telling you, if you're listening to this, that, you know, you should go out there and do it anyway is going to make a change. But what I can at least tell you is that you don't need to be as drastic as I was in the way that I approached the situation. Now I approached it very drastically because again, as you mentioned, I was young. I thankfully was still living with my parents. And uh, since then I moved out of course. And so I didn't have too many bills. I didn't have too many responsibilities and I could afford to take that risk. And so I understand that I was in a privileged position that most won't be in if they want to begin this journey or if they're at a later phase in their life, they might have, a spouse, they may have children and they need to make sure that that bill is being paid at the end of the month. And so I would argue, and I would say that again, you don't need to be as drastic. It all starts with an idea and a single step. That's really where it begins. All it begins is just to have an idea and to take a single action that moves that idea forward. And that brings it to life. And it doesn't have to be something as drastic as completely shifting everything you have right now and quitting your job and, you know, doing all of these, these drastic moves, but instead it could be something as simple as, you know what? tonight, instead of lying on the couch and watching Netflix 7 to 9 p.m., why don't I instead, you know, actually explore that idea that I had two weeks ago? You know, that business, that little business idea, or maybe that little creative project that I wanted to work on. Or, you know, when I was younger, and, and I even, I struggle with those guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm young right now. I've always been into playing piano. I love playing piano. It's absolutely beautiful instrument. I'm absolutely in love with it played it since I was young. I was, I've never taken lessons because Arab parents don't understand uh, musically inclined children and they don't know how to nurture that. And it's just, it's not their fault guys. Okay. If you're listening <laughs> to know what it's like, right. They don't know that, Oh, he's, he's pretty talented at piano. Maybe we should put him in courses that those, that one plus one equals two does not happen. <laughs> it doesn't compute uh, with, with immigrant parents, unfortunately, but I can tell you that thankfully I'm still able to play very well just because I'm self-taught and, to this day, Cordelia, I'm going to say that it's something that I always feel like it's kind of pulls me and it, it's always something that I, that I want to devote more time into and more energy and take lessons and really start to explore that a little bit. And even I struggle in my position now. I mean, I'm married, I don't have children yet. I struggle. I'm like, you know what, but if I, if, if I, you know, sign up to lessons twice a week, how am I going to fit that into my schedule? Is it going to be too tight? Is it going to, is it really going to be cramped in? But the truth is guys, if you really value something, if you truly believe that this is something that brings you value in your life, whether it's through the form of happiness, through the form of contentment, through the form of fulfillment, do I feel like this progress is making me enjoy it even more? And I want to really explore this even more. And now I want to build this even more. And so, 
you know, for, for all of you listening and you're, you're maybe in your thirties or in your forties. And I struggle with this myself. You might think, well, I have no time, you know, even two times a week, how, how do I squeeze that in? How do I fit that into my schedule? But it, again, it doesn't have to be that drastic guys. Take one or two nights, you know, put the Netflix on the side, maybe turn that off. You can catch up on your Urtuhul episodes the next day. And what you're going to do instead is you're going to sit down, you're going to open up your diary or a little book or journal, and you're going to write down what that idea is. You're really going to bring it to life by writing it down and then try to plan out what would be the first step in making that idea a reality in, in that business a reality, that creative project a reality, or even that new initiative that you want to take upon yourself, like getting fit or eating a little bit healthier. What's the first step you can do to make that into reality and take that first step and then see how you can fit it into your life in a way that it doesn't disrupt what you're doing too much. Start just a little bit, right? Just a little bit here and there. And then if you're seeing progress, that's going to motivate you to go further, to go further. And next thing you know, you might even start, you know, being in a position, let's say if it's a business where you're now making a little bit of money and you can kind of grow that and eventually transition to being work, working on the business full time. And I'm telling you guys that, and this is just kind of a quick side note, and I'm talking specifically for people interested in entrepreneurship, but we live in a time and we kind of spoke to this together, Cordelia, where entrepreneurship is easier to get into than ever before, right? Because all you really need is a computer. All you really need is an internet connection. I mean, it really is all you need. And then what you can bring to the table as someone that's a little bit older, I would argue that you have a leg up on me. You have, a, you have an advantage. Yeah. I mean, you have, how many years of wisdom do you have ahead of me? Do you guys know how much pain and failure I go through to learn lessons that you probably already know. Like I am going through every single day. I fail on things that you might look at me if you're like ahead of me on the curve right now and think like, how could you ever make that mistake? And I'm making it because I'm still young and I haven't acquired this wisdom yet. I haven't acquired that knowledge. And so I'm telling you guys, if you're, you're in your thirties or in your forties, like you guys have an advantage, honestly, you guys have an advantage. You have all this wisdom and knowledge that you've accumulated over the years and you can bring that to the table and hopefully it's going to even, you know, it's going to speed up your success compared to me where I'm kind of learning everything from scratch. And not only am I learning lessons in business, but I have to learn life lessons, you know, every single day. And I think all of us, we, that never ends, but if you're older, I would argue you have an advantage and all you need is one small step. It doesn't have to be drastic. It doesn't have to be something crazy. Just really be clear on what it is that you want to do and take that first step. See how it makes you feel and see if you can keep going with that and eventually transition if you like it. And if you don't, well, you didn't lose anything, right? I love it that you brought that up. And yeah, you're basically saying that you're not a novice, right? The, yeah. the, the older you are, you're definitely not a novice. So we'll exactly. be right back and dive more into how you help those people who are not novices to really build a business and a life that they desire. Replenish me. When I say that, what comes up for you? And when's the last time that you've done that? And where do you feel that in your body? Well, this is my invitation to you to explore the four steps of my Replenish Me program where women learn how to release, restructure, refresh, and rebirth. Showing up in the world being true to yourself. Only choosing words that honor your values and only allowing behaviors and people in your life who do the same. Connect with me by reaching out 
at bit.ly forward slash replenish with love and explore replenish me and now for tonight's show all right so now we're back and so tell me more about um how you help people to explore those ideas that they may have had on the burner for or back you know back burner for like 20 years or something and you help them to explore that and and really dive into it what does that look like definitely and that's a good question I think it really the answer is going to be different for every person but there's a certain process that we'll take our students through and the people that I work with I'll take them through and the first is to really get very clear on what it is that they're good at what it is that they have experience in whether it's as a professional or as a human being, because a lot of us think that our experience is only what we have on our CV, but that's really not the case. Our experience is not only the things you do at your job or, you know, your employment career, your experience is also the events that you've been through in your life and maybe the challenges that you've overcome as a person, whether it's with your spouse, with yourself, with your children, these are experiences that you've been through challenges that you've faced and overcome and other people will face these same challenges and they will also have to overcome them in a way where hopefully they can come out the other side successful can you help them in a certain way with your experience with your knowledge and so we explore that together we really try to find out what are your ideas and if you don't have any concrete ideas right now what is your experience? What are the things that you've been through in your life? What are the challenges that you overcome? And how can we possibly take that and see if we can build something out of it? Because I truly believe that every single person has something to offer. They have something that they can bring to the world, some benefit that they can bring to others. And you'd be completely you know, surprised, Cordelia, by the amount of people that I speak to that don't believe this that they don't believe that, you know, they have what it takes to help others. They have what it takes to, you know, possibly serve someone else or help them with a certain challenge. And I find that to be, you know, completely unfortunate, to be honest with you, because every single person is unique in their own way. And this is something that you've taught me. And I just want to give a shout out because I had you on my podcast. uh, And I think it was last week or the week before. And we were talking. And we, were t- we discussed about the competitive marketplace and how it's easier to get into business now, but it's also consequently a global market where you're competing against people from all over the world. And so how do you compete? And you gave me an answer that I, I swear to you, I've been pondering on since. And it's the answer of, well, Abby, how many of you are, in, are there in this world, right? How many Abbies are out there? And I'm like, well, I guess just one. And she's like, well, that's your unique value proposition. That's what makes you unique. That's the, that's the uniqueness that you bring to the table. And I, I swear to you, I'm not just saying that, but this has completely shifted my perspective in my business. And it's given me a sense of confidence that I didn't have before. And when I would sometimes, you know, get ads from my competitors, I would, you know, every time you get an ad from a competitor, you get that little bit of anxiety, like, oh man, there's another one trying to do what I do. And, but right. it's like, now I have, now I have Cordelia's voice in my head telling me like, <laughs> chill out because listen, there's only one of you and there can only be one of you. And I think I want to, the reason why I bring this up is because I think it's important for people and it relates to what we're discussing to know that is that there really is only one of you. 
And there's always something that you can bring to the table. So the first thing we want to explore is what can you bring to the table, right? What can you develop? What can you bring as an idea? And then once you have that, once we have this little, you know, stepping this foundation that we're building together of what we can possibly bring to the world, how we can make you serve the world in your own unique way, then, okay, how do we then, you know, make sure that you're able to serve by attracting the people that will, that have the challenges that you want to help them overcome or that have the problems that you help solve? How do you reach these potential people? How do you serve them? And then how do you offer them your service? And how do you grow that as a business? And all the intricacies that come with it. And I think the biggest roadblock for people is, when I ask them, what's the biggest thing that's stopping you from, you know, building a business? It's usually revolves around three common themes that are always the same. Number one is money. They always think that they need a lot of money to start a business. And I always tell people this. I'm like, look, if we were in the seventies and the sixties, yes, you do. I mean, you got to go, you, you got to open up shop somewhere. You have to rent a retail space. You know, you want to, even if you want to be a marketer, you have to like advertise in newspapers. It's not like it is today, but right now you don't need any money to do anything honestly. And you can tomorrow go on your laptop, open up your Facebook account, your Twitter, your Instagram, be like, Hey guys, I'm actually help. I want to go and I want to help you edit your next video. I'm pretty good at video editing. I'm going to help you guys edit your next video. Who wants to take me up on this? And I guarantee you, you'll find at least one person that's gonna be like, Hey, I, I need help with editing videos. Can you help me out? And you know, charge them 10 bucks for that. And you just made money online. Right. And like, how easy was yeah, that? that? That's so easy. And, I, you know, I, before you keep going, yeah, I, I feel compelled like to, first of all, thank you for the shout out. I, you know, I, I say things in conversations all the time and I don't really think about the impact that it makes on people. So mm -hmm. just the fact that you um, actually, <laughs> you know, are really taking that to heart and it's actually shifting your business. I want to throw that back at you. I don't think you recognize that either because I've seen some of your posts um, you know, in your group. And mashallah, you've really built quite a, an amazing community, the way people take care of each other in your absence. I mean, not that you're ever really absent, but you know, like when you are not responding in the middle of the night, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, it's the impact that you're making on their hearts, you know, and the belief system that you're building for each one of them within themselves to build up each other you know so um and i and i think it does really give them the courage and makes people more brave so yeah definitely i completely agree and i think that's what it's all about because the biggest thing that i have to overcome with the people that i work with is not whether they are following the right marketing strategy or whether they are you know creating a landing page versus a website or, you know, uh, are, if, are they running Facebook ads versus Google ads? I, I can tell you right now that none of that actually matters. And what actually matters in business is always your belief in yourself and your ability to then translate that belief into serving others. And, and it's really important because if that belief is not there, if you don't have that belief in yourself of being able to serve others and confident that you are able to make a positive impact in other people's lives, then you are not going to take the steps that are required to make that happen, right? The steps that are required, things like marketing yourself, things like building your business, things like attracting clients, all of that comes easily when you, so when you have that belief. Yeah, please continue. I'm sorry to cut you off again, but like, no, no, let's, you do say, it. Let, let, let's like to slow it down a little bit. So marketing yourself. Okay. 
So like this conversation, right? The live panel that you had me on, that is a form of marketing, yeah. right? Um, people call it broadly visibility, but I think it's a very misunderstood concept. So slow down what visibility looks like and why you don't need like Facebook ads or Google ads when you put up your, your, your website or web, what do you call it? Landing page online. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. So I would tell you that for the first thing that I get everyone that I work with to do is to put in place certain foundations so that they could attract their first few clients or their first few customers for free. It's very important that you're able to do that when you're growing a business. Number one, because if you're starting from scratch, you probably don't have a lot of funds to invest into advertising. And number two is that if you aren't familiar already with what your potential audience responds to, then when it comes time to create advertisement, you're not going to be able to create effective advertisement. You're not going to know what to say in your marketing to be able to attract the right type of customer. And so it's important to first work with a few clients and attract them organically before you start to run ads. Now, how do you do that? What, what are the steps that you can take to do that? Well, there's a number of different ways, depending on what you're good at. What we, what Karila mentioned earlier is I have a podcast in my Facebook group. It's a live event every single week. I bring on other entrepreneurs that are crushing in their business and we have a discussion. And that discussion is never about me selling myself or even the, the other person selling their services. It's about them bringing value to the audience in their own unique way based on what they're good at. And the first lesson about selling, I would say in the modern day and age is about bringing value to your audience. Now the channel that you use to make that happen, it doesn't really matter, right? Whether you're already awesome at Instagram and you want to focus on that, or you're awesome at Facebook and you want to go that route or even Twitter or YouTube and you want to go the video route, that's completely okay. If you're, if you're good at, you know, multiple things, then go at it in multiple different ways. But as long as you focus on how can I serve the people that I want to work with, how can I give them something of benefit so that the next time they go through that situation or they face that problem and, and they remember the solution I gave, they think of me. And when they think of you as being the person that solved that problem for them, this builds trust, it builds familiarity, it builds a connection, even if you've never met that person before. And so when it comes time to then let people know about your services and say, hey guys, by the way, I also have, you know, you've been getting value through this podcast. You've been getting value through these posts that I've been sharing. I want to let you know that I'm also offering the chance to work one-on-one -on -one a little bit more closely with a few people to really help them step-by-step -step with this process or to achieve this transformation, right? And I, I want to hold your hand and guide, guide you through this process. And if it's something you're interested in, then let me know, drop a comment, et cetera, et cetera. You can go about it different ways, but building that connection and, and building that trust by giving them value first is going is, is what's going to allow you to really stand out and then succeed in your marketing and be able to turn these strangers into potential clients that you work with. I hope that answers the question. I wasn't sure. I'm not sure if that's exactly what you asked, but let me know if you want, that is, you want me to clarify. That's ex no, that's exactly <laughs> what I asked. I mean, you awesome. totally slowed it down because I feel like, you know, a lot of times marketers will say stuff and it's like second nature for you guys. And like right. the rest of us are like, wait a minute, 
wait, let me just put that on repeat again and write it down again. So yeah, you did perfect. That That's exactly awesome. what I'm talking about. Um, because I know like a lot of people um, who are not novices, like they've had a whole career and now they want to start and they're stuck at home, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to start online and they're like, okay, do I take out Facebook ads? I'm like, no. Like, you know, where do you hang out? Where do people know you? Where do people look for your post, right? And so um, just be you because they already like you, yeah. right? And all you need to do now is just kind of, you know, mention what you're good at and then they'll learn how to trust you. And then you just say, this is basically what you just said. And then <laughs> you say, exactly. um, would you like to try that out? I'm, you know, just doing this for a select few people, right? And you, here's the part that I think people miss you're in charge. You don't have to, in the name of getting as many um, testimonials as possible, you don't need every single person that signs up. You know, you don't have to uh, vet those people. I mean, you have to vet those people and say, look, is this person going to drain my energy <laughs> or is this person going to elevate my energy, right? Is this person look like the person that I might want to work with? Do they have the issues that I want to deal with, right? Or are they someone who is just trying to get another freebie? Because there are a lot of those people and they will just suck you dry if you allow it. And this is where self-belief and courage, you know, um, really matters. So can you speak to that a bit? Yeah, definitely. And I think just to kind of comment on one specific thing that you mentioned, it's really important to highlight because a lot of people that I work with, a lot of students that I work with through our programs, our mentorship, our mentorship programs, Omerpreneur, what they struggle with is the offer part. The, you know, they're, they're great at giving value, but then they sometimes struggle with, you know, telling people about their services and about the possibility of working with them. And I always tell them, look, it's important to give value. And I, I want to highlight that what I told you is important to follow but it's, it is also important to offer people the chance to work with you a little bit more closely. These two things go hand in hand. So I'm in no way saying, you know, just give value forever and never offer your services. Give value, but you want to make it kind of like an 80-20 rule where 80% of the time you're giving value and then 20% of the time you're, you're telling people, hey, you can work with me on a one-to-one -one basis or you can, we have this program that you can join where we'll help you a little bit more closely. And it's important to follow that because if you're just giving value all the time and you never ask, people will never know that it's available and they'll never get that opportunity. And when I talk to my students, I tell them, you know, because they have anxiety when it comes to selling. And that's a, an entirely other discussion. But I always tell them, don't look we'll at We'll have it. to have you back for that. <laughs> 100%. That's like an entire, we can talk about that for hours. But it's, it's really not about just selling, but it's about serving. And if you don't believe that you can serve your clients, then you want to go back to the drawing board or even maybe I tell my students go and work for free and build that confidence that, you know, I'm able to help these clients. Look, I, I've just helped a few and then start charging for your services. When, once you're confident that you can get your clients, the result that you're promising, but you want to make sure that you are offering people this opportunity, because if you're not, and I tell this to my students, then how many people are missing out on potentially transforming their lives in an impactful way? You know, whether it's you're helping people grow a business, 
and you know all these people are missing out on potential businesses they could have built or whether you're helping people like Cordelia transform and really lean into their darkest emotions to show up powerfully and by doing that you know just like myself she told me one word two weeks ago and it completely transformed the way I look at my business you know and something small like that I if she didn't say that to me if for example we didn't work together we didn't have these conversations I would not have had this transformation and not only did Cordelia, she would have missed out on that. I would have missed out on that. So you're not only doing yourself a disservice when you don't offer your services, you're, you're doing other people a disservice because they could potentially benefit from working with you and you're not giving them that opportunity. And it's important to, to approach it from that mindset. It's not a mindset of, oh, I'm anxious and I'm trying to sell. No, it's listen, you're giving real value here, right? And now you want to serve people at a higher level and it, it, it would be a disservice if you don't because they're missing out and you're missing out. So I just wanted to kind of touch on that before we talk about your original question as well, which was, if you can remind me, by the way, because I think I, that tangent was so long that I want to make sure that I have it clear, have it clear again. <laughs> I apologize for that. Yes, yes. No, no, it's, it's all my doing because I, I stopped you and stretched it out. But um, no I don't remember my original question. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of that, actually, because I, um, yeah, I think part of it was essentially that, uh, you know, for people that are marketing themselves and people that want to go out there and get clients, and we talked about that and giving value and, uh, and, and the ask, I had mentioned the first thing, which was people think it, they require money. And we just talked about why that's not the case, right? And we've had a whole conversation about it, guys. So all you have to do is implement what me and Cordelia just talked about. And the second thing, the biggest roadblock that people come to me with is time. So they say, I don't have the time. And we mentioned that a little bit earlier in this episode as well. And it's really not about going at this full time. It's about just starting. And you'd be surprised by how many people actually have, you know, the whole day available to them, but they only get about one or two hours of actual work done because they're so distracted and they have so much free time on their hands. Right. So, I mean, you could, you could choose to be someone that's productive and that says, listen, I only have one hour tonight to work on this. I'm going to make that a great one hour of focus and you really make the most out of that and start to progress. Or you can say, well, I need the full day to do this and just never get it done, right? Because all of us will always have things that hold us back. We'll have responsibilities and commitments time-wise. So instead of trying to focus on how much time you have, focus on how to best utilize the time that you have, right? How to make the most out of what time you have. Instead of trying to make the most out of how many hours, make the most out of that little one hour that you have. And, and that's really all you need to grow your business, right? That's really all you need. Just go and make that quality post today. Quality over quantity. 100%, yeah. 100%. That's it, the quality over the quantity. And the, the third thing is, I don't know where to start. So we talked about time, money. The third reason why people don't start, they say, I don't know where to start. That's the biggest roadblock for them when it comes to building a business. And what I, what I would say in regards to that is the, the easiest place to start is with the foundation, right? Because when people, when you guys look at building a business, and I'm sure all of us maybe fall into that trap, we look at it like this person that already has everything set up for them. They have clients, they have testimonials, they have, you know, programs out there, they're doing a million different things or these big companies that already have a million products and customers and loyalty programs and affiliate programs. But you have to understand that they didn't start there, right? They didn't start at that level. They had to get there progressively. And all you want to find out is 
what is the foundation that I want to start from? What is the, what is the main idea? What is the big idea that I want to bring to, to the world, right? What is it that I want to offer to people as a service, as a product? What can I bring? And once you figure that out, then, okay, what's my next step? Well, now that I know what I want to offer, well, let me see if I can learn more about this and find out other pe- what other people are doing, let's say, in that same field, how they're going about it. You know, research your competitors a little bit, do some market research, find out what other people are doing, get some ideas. All right, now I get it. Okay, now let me see if I can maybe start creating my brand a little bit focused on that. Let me create a little Instagram, a little Facebook. And it's these little steps there, here and there that will help you move forward. And they might not look like giant leaps, but it's these small steps that make all the difference. And so if you're thinking, I don't know where to start, well, that's probably because you're looking at it from the lens of the big picture, right? And, and everything that goes into it, which is very scary and daunting. But if you take the time to kind of rewind and just start at the foundation, what's the idea and go from there, then you can slowly take the necessary steps you need to hopefully get to where you want to be, no matter how much time that takes. But as long as you get there, that's all that matters. Yeah, I, I really love that you said that. And, you know, when we talk about um, especially the point of quality over quantity and like building the foundation, isn't that what your course is about? Is it called yes. building the foundation? What is it called? Tell that, us that, well, that's, that. yeah, well, that's one of the weeks, actually, because the first week, that's really what it's focused on. It's about how do we set up the foundation for your business? That's the most important part of building a business, because if you don't know what you're building, then you won't know what steps to take. And a lot of people that I speak to, a lot of people, I mean, you'd be surprised the amount of people that I talk to that think that what they need in their business is, you know, a new marketing strategy and they need, you know, a fancy new funnel. What they actually need is they need to go rewind and they go to, they need to go to the drawing board and be much more clear on what it is that they do, who they help, what they help them with, right? And what's the transformation that they help their clients achieve and how they go about it. Right. And a lot of times when you have that clarity on your business model, on your business idea, then everything else falls into place much easier. So that's the first week. Our program is essentially a program that helps specifically entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants who want to build up themselves as entrepreneurs and create a service and offer that they can bring to the world and work with clients, whether it's a group coaching or one on one. But we help people specifically create an offer, a service as a coach, a consultant, a service provider, and something that's based upon their skills, their knowledge, their experience, what they're good at. So we don't really focus on e-commerce or uh, Amazon or Shopify or these type of business models just yet. Hopefully in the future, we'd like to get a few mentors for that. But right now, I help people with what I'm good at, which is you know, really building a service and then how do you market that service to attract, attract clients, et cetera. And, and we do that through a six-week process, okay? And the first week is where we build the foundation for the business. So we really help them build out their business idea, do the market research, set the pricing, be very clear on what it is that goes into providing that service to their clients, right? What is required of them and mapping everything out. So everything is very clear. And then once that's clear, week number two, we work on their mindset and we work, work on their time management and really helping them optimize their life to be able to successfully grow a business. Because just like we were talking earlier, one of the biggest roadblocks for people is time. They think 
you know, I don't have enough time to grow a business. So we work on that, right? How can you make the most out of that one hour that you have in your day? How can you make the most out of these few little openings that you have on your little breaks in your job, if that's really what it comes down to, right? And how can you still grow your business? And how do you maintain that positive mindset and overcome these challenges and really push through those failures that are going to come inevitably every time that you try to build a business and they come every single day. So that's week number two. And then week number three, we work on marketing, but specifically organic marketing. So what we talked about earlier, Cordelia, of how do you leverage platforms like Facebook, Instagram, social media to attract potential clients, right? How do you actually give that value in a way where it'll resonate with your audience? And then how do you make that ask? What is it that you say? What, what kind of process goes into that? So we really teach them step-by-step step how to do these things so they can be more comfortable with putting themselves out there. And then we teach them in week four sales. So how to actually have these conversations with potential clients, which is, you know, we recommend getting on the phone. We think it's, I think it's the best way to, because you mentioned earlier, you want to pre-qualify and I completely agree. I think if you don't vet who you're working with, you could possibly end up with bad clients. You can end up with people who, you know, they just want to join for a certain reason or maybe to achieve a certain goal that might not necessarily align with what you actually provide, right? So you want to make sure you speak to these potential clients that you're making, you're making sure that you're pre-qualifying them before you offer them the chance to join the program. So we teach you how to do that in week four. And then week five is business management. So everything that goes into accounting, implementing systems, creating process for the, processes for the business. And then the final week, Cordelia is the, is the Facebook ads, the final week, week six. And the reason why it's the final week and, uh, you know, they have lifetime access to this, uh, but the, the, the reason why it's the final week is because I always tell everyone, just like we've had a discussion here, is that I want to make sure that you're going through all of these steps first and you're implementing them and you're working with clients and you're growing your business and, and you're learning how to give value and how to make that ask and how to speak to potential clients and learning all of these things, growing your business successfully using these free methods that you have available to you right now, before you even start to dive into Facebook ads, because again, it's, you're going to spend a lot of money there and you're going to, you know, face challenges with that, just like with anything else. And you don't want to be spending your hard earned savings on Facebook advertising when you don't even have a few clients, you don't even have a real business, you don't have a proof of concept. So it's important that we take our students through these processes initially first before we take them to the Facebook ads part. But that's a summary of the program that we offer right now. And I appreciate you asking about it so I could share it with the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it's perfectly in order from the way I see it, right? Because yeah. you have to understand what you're made of, what you offer, the psychographics and, you know, um, yeah. I forgot what the other thing's called, but you have to understand yeah. who your people are, your psychographics and demographics of your people. So that's great. Thank exactly. you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I just want to encourage for those of you who are watching and listening, um, if you resonate with Abby, please connect with him. I'll put his website below this. Um, and if, you know, if it's not that you're trying to get into the online space, he does have uh, also a regular marketing company. It's practicefuel.io yeah. that's right and so there's that website and there's umapreneur um, website also.com so anyway we'll be right back with final golden nugget and words of wisdom from avi al asmar 
quite the journey. It's been amazing. It's been very, very informative. It's full of value. So definitely worth the investment and worth so much more in my opinion. And I believe that Abby's program is the road to success. You have to apply yourself and trust that you will succeed. So don't hesitate. Close your eyes and follow Abby. He just made it so easy significantly easy it has been wonderful really helped me come a long way so I'm so glad that I signed up for this course because there was so much that was just not even on my radar and I really hope that if you're thinking about taking this course you will just jump full on in and do it because it's going to be worth it and it totally shifted my whole entire world. We were provided with references and tools. It felt like I had a one-to-one -one mentor. It really provided us with what we needed to practice and put everything into play. So if you're really thinking about joining this course, do it now. All right, and so we talked about a lot of things today. <laughs> we did. We definitely And I did. really appreciate your time and sharing your story and your wisdom with us. So, like, what would be the number one golden nugget you can um, leave us with? So that's a tough question, to be honest with you. But um, I guess really the, the biggest thing that I would leave you with, uh, Cordelia, and for anyone else listening to this is if you the truth is is that if you feel like you're not in a place right now in your life where you're comfortable and i felt like that before i felt like that before and i felt like there was a certain level of anxiety that i used to wake up with every day there's a certain level of discomfort that i used to wake up with and it was kind of like this weight and it was weighing on me and weighing on my heart and i it, i really have trouble describing what it feels like it's hard to put it into words but i'm sure for anyone listening that might not you know, be entirely comfortable with where they are right now. They have felt that way before. They felt whether it's come through, through some form of anxiety, whether it's even coming through through some form of sickness that you have or uh, you know, challenges that you have with your body, with your physicality, with your energy, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel that you're not aligned. The, what I'm telling you guys is if you feel like this, if you have this feeling, this gnawing feeling inside of you, my advice is to not ignore it and to explore that a little bit. And I think Cordelia can help with that, by the way, because this is literally what you do. But my, my advice is, is to explore that and to really explore why you're feeling that way and start to open up a journal and write down what are some of the things that you've always wanted to do in your life? What are some of the things that you've been thinking about, right? Some of the projects that you've been putting on the back burner, as we talked about earlier, and you've been ignoring, but you know, deep down inside of you, they might be something that you, it might be something that you love. It may be something that you would love to explore. You'd love to do. If you feel that way and you have these ideas or you have, you know, some sort of project, something you've been wanting to work on and you're delaying, my advice to people listening today is if you can do us one favor, if you can open up a journal after this episode and just write down what that thing is, write it down and then write down what is the first step that you're going to take today to make that happen? What is the first piece of action that you're going to implement to 
see if you can turn that idea into reality, to see if you can finally start that project you've been doing, to see if you can finally, you know, start that exercise routine or, you know, learn that instrument that you've been wanting to learn for so long and see how that makes you feel and see if it brings a positive impact to your life. And I know you guys might've thought I would have said something about business or something about, you know, you you should 100% start an online business, but I want to, I'm approaching now just from a, an entrepreneurship standpoint of who I am and what I've been through. The reason why I started Omapreneur is because I was at that point in my life uh, with my marketing agency, with my business and with the things that I was doing, it was all amazing to me and I was making money and I was, alhamdulillah, thank God I was, you know, in a place where I didn't have to worry too much about finances, but I still felt that within me. I still felt like I was not really where I needed to be. And I, I, I think I needed to do something else. And I, and I couldn't tell what that was. And I struggled and I would sit down for hours upon hours every day to try to brainstorm. What is it? What is, what is it that I could possibly do that I could wake up every day and I could, I could feel happy. I could feel energized when I do it. And that is how Omarpreneur was born. That is how I created this brand of helping Muslims to build businesses and to become entrepreneurs. Because in the end, I found that my faith and entrepreneurship are two things that I absolutely love. And finding a way to bring them together was the answer for me to doing something that I could wake up every day and feel excited about. And so I encourage you to explore that. What is something that you can do every day and feel excited about, right? What is that? Open up a journal, write it down, and maybe write down what's the first step you're going to take to make that happen. That's the best advice I can give. That was the best advice that you, anyone could ever give. Thank you for that. <laughs> you basically said, find your joy and embody that and exactly. make it come back to life. Exactly. So powerful. Oh, I'm so grateful that you were here with us too. Thank you so much. It's been honestly, and the pleasure has been mine. It's been great. Oh, absolutely. I always enjoy talking to you. Likewise. Um, so for those of you who are watching and listening, um, I know you've benefited. So sharing is loving. Share this with another heart. Share this with another soul. And, um, you know, give them an opportunity to explore what it feels like to be free to be. Thank you so much and good night. Good night, guys.